Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. It is SNY.TV's The Juice on the Cuse podcast, covering Syracuse basketball, lacrosse, and football. Today on The Juice on the Cuse podcast on SNY.TV, we'll be talking about Syracuse's loss to Wake Forest and a look ahead to the rest of the season. I'm Wes Chang, and I'll be joined later by Sogat Sen, and our guest today is former Syracuse basketball player and 2003 national champion, Andrew Cowie. Andrew, how are you today? Oh, it's great. It's always great to be part of the program. I love the podcast. Andrew, I want to get you started on this one. We are about one-third of the way through the season. Syracuse with some ups and downs already. Wins against Georgetown and Connecticut. Losses against St. Bonaventure and Wake Forest. I wanted to get your general take on the season so far. You know, I think uh, it's going to be one of those years where every game is going to be a tough game. Um, I was really happy to see wins against Maryland and Georgetown. You know, I think those are games that if, we, if they were losses, which they could have been, um, that you know that's going to hurt when it comes down to tournament selection. So it was great to pull those out, and even against Kansas, you know I was lucky enough to go to that game because it was in Miami, and you know they got out to a pretty big lead, especially early in the second half, and we I think Q's got it down to maybe five or seven, and that showed a lot of kind of determination and not giving up when you know Kansas was on fire, hitting threes from everywhere, um, and seeing that. You know, not giving up uh, mentality uh, was good to see, and I think that's going to help uh, because there's going to be some uh, times when we play Duke or Carolina, Louisville, where we could be down 12, 14 points, uh, but if you uh, still have that great mentality, you can make a run and get the momentum turned your way. So it's going to be every game's going to be tough. There's there's no easy games uh, going forward. Andrew, what do you think of this year's zone? You were obviously on that 2003 team that had such great defense, but when I look at this year's team, it's one of the better ones that we've seen recently. You know, I think uh, this year's defense, it's great because of you have two guards that are just, they're big guards up at the top um, with Battle and Howard, and that helps with their length. And it's only going to get better because you have O'Shea and and Pac-Well, you know, they're they're new. Um, they're, you know, one's a freshman, and it's only going to get better over time. I think the difference being um, from my year when we won is that we our team was so offensively skilled. We had player, we had so many players that could go for twenty to twenty-five in a in a game. You had obviously Melo, Hakeem could easily get twenty-five in a game. Jerry, and even you had Billy uh, Edelin coming off the bench that could get twenty, and you had Quest that would have certain games. Uh, that could score a lot. So we were, that's one of the things that Beheim is, he's an offensive coach. While he's known for his 2-3 defense, 
you know, in the outside world. He's an offensive-minded coach, loves offensive-skilled players, and I think that was that's where you could sense his frustration a little bit with this team is that, you know, we rely so much on battle. If he has a bad game, where's the other scoring come from? Can O'Shea step up and get 20 in a game and, and hit outside shots? Um, and so that's uh, that's going to be kind of our struggle. But I love to see the – I mean, the rebounding is, is spectacular from this team. They really they really crashed the boards hard, which is, which is great to see. Andrew, you just alluded to it now with the offense. It's going to be a struggle this year to score points. So how does Coach Beheim get more scoring out of this team? I think it, it really comes down to other players, uh, really like, a, like an O'Shea stepping up. You know, everyone knows Battle. Can, he, can, he can score. He, he has a scoring mentality. He has that determination. And he has the skills. But the opposing teams know that as well. So they're going to they're gonna alter their defense to kind of crowd him you know, have a have a second defender just kind of watch to help out. So he's going to have tough. It's going to be tough for him to get into the lane. You saw that. With, I saw that a lot with Kansas. Kansas was just helping out on every drive, and and they made his his life hell, especially in the first half. So you're going to have to have guys step up and hit shots. Now Howard, you've seen great uh, improvement from him from last year to this year, but he's he to me he still seems like a he's a true point guard, a pass first. Which is not a bad thing. I think you know, uh, pass first type of point guard. So can he kind of make that transition to a scorer's mentality? Because that's what we're going to need from him. Uh, and then really, it's that third scorer. Can you know, O'Shea is a, is a great rebounder. He, he goes hard to the rim. Um, but how consistent can he be with the outside shot? Can can he put up twenty and ten every night? Because really, that's you know, we're going to need that. Andrew, we're about midway through the season, so we've gotten to know this team well enough. Is this an NCAA tournament team, or are we in for another year of the NIT? It's going to be. I think it's going to be. It's going to be tight. I think there's going to be those games. There's going to be select games that are really going to be to help determine that uh, that bid. You know, you know, everyone looks at the Dukes and the North Carolinas and the Louisville's, and, and listen, listen. If we steal with from one of those, I mean, that's icing on the cake. But I look at games. You can't lose a Wake Forest game. We can't lose a Georgia Tech game. Those, you know, at home, we have to be just, you know, really, really good at home. The crowd needs to be in it because we got to take every little advantage we can get. That's why that St. Bonaventure loss just hurt because it's a game we know you could win. It's at home, and it just looks bad on the resume. You know, even if St. Bonaventure is a good team, it's just – it's not going to look great um, on the resume, so that's why the that's why I was so uh, you know, even though that Georgetown game wasn't you know against Georgetown team that wasn't ranked to me when beating Georgetown beating Maryland two well known programs you don't know how they're going to finish at the end of the year but we got those wins when it when it could have gone the other way. Andrew, thanks again for coming back on the program. Again, the Juice Online Senior College Basketball Analyst and 2003 National Champion, Andrew Cowie. Andrew, enjoy the rest of the season. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, West, same deal. Great stuff, as always, from our friend Andrew Cowie. And I'm now joined over the phone by the Juice Online Senior Columnist, Sogat Sen. Sogat, how are you today? Good, how are you doing, West? So got Syracuse with a 73-67 to loss to Wake Forest on Wednesday night. This is a team that's already lost to Texas Southern, Drake, and Liberty. Syracuse already has a razor-thin margin to make the NCAA tournament. This loss isn't going to help. Yeah, absolutely. And coming in, Syracuse 
got a scare from and lost the same Bonaventure, but looking back, it probably wasn't that bad of a loss. The bodies are probably going to the tournament, but Wake Forest with their record eight and six in the in the ACC now, it's, it's definitely not the way you want to kind of start your ACC play. Coming in, Syracuse got a scare from and lost the same Bonaventure, but looking back, it probably wasn't that bad of a loss. The bodies are probably going to the tournament, but Wake Forest with their record eight and six in the in the ACC now, it's, it's definitely not the way you want to kind of start your ACC play. And I think it started with Tyus Battle. Syracuse's best player went 4-for-12 from the field, 1-for-7 from downtown. With around two minutes left, he misses a wide-open three-pointer with the game tied. That leads to a run-out layup from Terrence Thompson. A play later, Tyus Battle steps out of bounds. All of a sudden, Syracuse is down five. They were never able to recover from that. Yeah, I think Syracuse goes as Tyus Battle goes. He's, he's the best player, as you said. And when he goes 1-for-7 from the three-point line, Syracuse is going to struggle to win. I think on top of that, if you want to look at rebounding, Syracuse came in as the 11th best rebounding team in the country, and Wake Forest was in the 200s. And Wake Forest out-rebounded Syracuse in this game. Syracuse had 29 total rebounds. Wake Forest ended up with 38 total rebounds. And that just can't happen when you're playing against a team like this. I don't know if it's – I mean, Matthew Moyer actually – led the team in rebounds, and he had seven rebounds. So when you have guys like Percent, when you have guys like Chuku, we need to be dominating the rebounds. So the fact that Syracuse was out-rebounded was probably one of the biggest reasons why this ended up being a loss. So, God, that's a great point on rebounds, and I want to point out specifically the offensive glass because Syracuse also came in 11th in the NCAA in offensive rebounds, 14.4 per game, and Wake Forest won that category 12-6. to The Orange also had been so good on defense this year but was only able to force 12 to- turnovers in the game, and I think that's why Wake Forest outshot Syracuse 56-50. to Yeah, absolutely. The Syracuse had 13 turnovers and 9 assists. That, that's the recipe for the disaster. If you do that... Anywhere else, if you do that down at Cameron, you're going to lose by 20. So it, you cannot have battle with five turnovers and Howard with six turnovers. So that, I mean, like you like you mentioned, it, it's just you're not going to win close games in the ACC that way. I think on, on top of that, if you want to add to the fact that Woods, who comes off the bench but is the highest average scorer for Wake Forest, he was out with a freak injury and didn't play almost the entire game. If he plays in this game... Who knows what happens? I think some fans may point to the officiating. Some will point that it was a road game. Some will say, you know, Battle had uh, four fouls. I don't think none of those things matter. If you're a good team, you have to win a game like this. And I think there there was a time when it was close and a couple of bad shots from Battle, unfortunately, was the difference at the end. So, God, we are right at the end of our show. Your closing thoughts. Syracuse is going down a pretty tough stretch right now. They have Notre Dame, and then you go to UVA, and then you go to Florida State, who just beat UNC tonight. So it's it's going to be a tough stretch. We we all know that the ACC is grueling. So when you can get a chance to have a win at Wake Forest, and you can, so I think the team has to get together and buckle down and get ready for for some pretty good battles. So they have to be. They have to have that mindset and go back to what they do best, which is rebounding and making steals and runouts like you mentioned. So 
if they can do that, they'll probably be able to compete with those teams coming up. But if not, we might look at some lopsided losses. So, got my closing thoughts are on former Syracuse star Chandler Jones, who is coming off an incredible regular season with the NFL's Arizona Cardinals. He led the NFL with 17 sacks, including two against Seattle in the regular season finale on Christmas Eve. We always talk about Syracuse basketball players and the pros. Certainly nice to give some NFL guys some love, too. That's it for us for So Got Send. This is Wes Chang reminding you that if you work on a farm and your job is to take care of chickens, you are a chicken tender. You've been listening to the Juice on the Cues podcast on SNY.TV, and we'll see you next time. This has been the Juice on the Cues podcast, part of the SNY.TV audio network.